Advice from Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingley. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's first question comes to us from a few different people. They've asked us to do a reaction to the Battlefront 2 trailer. Yep. So we're gonna. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you can hear Dave's initial reactions at the end of the episode. We recorded that as our end lore. Yeah. So... So you guys can have fun with that. Uh, it, it looks incredible. Yeah, it really does. This is a game that... Was it when you and I were living together, or even before yeah. that when I would just come visit? I guess that was all kind of around the same time. Yeah, yeah. So, but that would have been over ten years ago. Yep. That we played Battlefront Two or Battlefront and Battlefront Two and Battlefront Two. Yep. Because it's it's now being remade. It's been rebooted. So there's already been a Battlefront, and now right. so this is Battle EA Battlefront Two. Okay, so it's okay. I'm with you. So it's, it's like Star Trek, and then Star Trek into Darkness. Is that what the second one was called? Yeah. Yes. Um, but those two, like, the first Star Trek movie was a reboot of the franchise. Right. So you could still call it Star Trek, even though there was already a Star Trek Star movie. Trek the motion picture gotcha. already came out. Okay, yes. great. Okay, so this is, so there's already been a Battlefront 1, so this is the second Battlefront of the reboot. Right. Awesome. Okay, anyway, this is 2017, 11 years ago, we played Battlefront 2 together? Something oh, like that? at least, yeah. Yeah. Man, and I loved that game. Oh, me too. We had so much fun playing that game. Yep. I like. Could we? How did? Refresh my memory because it's been quite a while, and it seems like you yep. have a better memory than I do. But how did that work? Like, we never played online, did we? No, we played offline with bots. With bots, right? Yep. Okay. And so, was it just? Was it campaign and you could, like, work your way through the campaign? Or was it just different levels that... I can't remember what the... There was something called Galactic Conquest. Okay. So, basically, you pick a side, and right. then you're conquering the maps in in an order. Right. So, it's like, okay. oh, you have to go here and take this base. And then there's a space battle, and then right, you have right, to go right. here, and then... Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, that's... that that. It's starting to come back to me a little bit. There was so, a loose, like, single-player story sort of thing-ish tied in, but most of what we would have done would was have multiplayer. been. multiplayer. Now, would, would we pick different sides? Like, were you the good side and I was the bad side? Or could we be both on the we same? We both could be on the same, or it could I think we did both. I yeah, think we, we did. We played often on the same team, but we'd also play against each other and I would get throttled, yeah. um, which is probably why we played often on the same team. Yep. Uh, do you know, is that what this one's going to be like as well? Because I know that you don't dig on online multiplayer. I didn't actually get the first Battlefront okay. because it was only online multiplayer. Oh, interesting. And okay. I don't do that because it's entirely reliant on a community continuing to play. Sure. So what basically happened with the first one, according to all of the media stuff that I've been looking into for it, because mm -hmm. it's been on sale on occasion, I'm like, oh, I could spend like $19 and play Battlefront. That yeah. would be cool. Because I did the demo and the demo was amazing. Right. But... Apparently, one game mode of nine is still played, and three of the maps. Oh, really? Because that's what was popular, and so that's what everybody continued to play right. once the numbers dwindled down. So then that doesn't really interest me, whereas this one has single player. Okay. And we don't know if it has Galactic Conquest. I would love it if it has Galactic Conquest, because I played that so many times. Well, and that makes... That's my issue generally with online games is... If you get it after the height of popularity, and it's mostly an online game, like Call of Duty Modern Warfare had some, it like it had some single player campaigns, yeah, but ten or so hours. The bulk of it was the online arenas. Yep. And if I got if I got into that after it was kind of 
past the point of super popularity, then I play those 10 hours, then what? Whereas the, the best thing about games like this is the replay value and the, the ability to play it for hours and hours on end yeah, and still enjoy it. Yeah. So if it had some sort of multiplayer, like in room multiplayer where you and I are both, you know, we're just but sitting on the couch. Exactly yeah. what we did with yeah. the first Battlefront 2, mm-hmm. where it was, I could play Galactic Conquest, which was essentially a capture the flag yeah. or a... There was capture the flag, kind of, but it was, like, capturing pinpoints yeah. or bases. I can never remember what yeah, that's called. Yeah, I remember, like, you whatever. had to stand around this one, like, you had to stand around the, the thing or right beside capturing it for, checkpoints. for such a, for, like, three seconds or something. Perfect Dark did the same sort of thing yeah. back on N64. The new Battlefront did, too. Okay. Because I, I did do the demo, and I did play online for that, and right. it was, it was checkpoint-based. You'd capture the checkpoint, and yeah. then that's where respawns can happen, so you can keep pushing forward and that sort of thing. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the way to do it because then you you don't have to worry about whether or not it maintains popularity. If you still like it and I come over, we can still play a couple rounds of Battlefront and that's that's the, the draw for me and yeah. certainly for you. Yeah. I'm happy there's a single player in this one though. Yeah. That's exciting. Uh-huh. And that that's enough almost for me. Sure. I say that is 10 to 12 hours mm-hmm. and then I can get an extra 10 on multiplayer. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I can replay the single player if yeah. I want to. Change the difficulty, change, yeah. you know. It it looks to me and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know how much you know about the game, but more than you. Sure. So feel free to ask. But is it like it looks like Battlefront 2 when we played it 10 years ago? Excuse me, in that you can play as either the good side or the bad side. I think so. Sing, well, single player no. Single player is going to be a story. Oh, okay. Which makes sense. Yeah. But again, no news, or if there is, somebody tweet at me to let me know, at Sean Cord. Right. I also send questions there. Obviously, that's how this works. Yeah. But I don't know if there's Galactic Conquest or not, which is just a local multiplayer. Right. Or if, even if they just have the multiplayer thing and you can log in with bots. Right. Fine. Sure. Um, yeah, because a lot of this footage, you are seeing it from... The dark side, or from yep. the Empire. Yeah. Um, you know, you... Slash First Order. Slash First Order, yeah. yeah. Most of it, actually. I mean, you do see, at one point, you see um, uh, Luke Skywalker getting a blaster pointed at him, and, and towards the end, when you see uh, Darth Maul, you see him with his, his double lightsaber. Yep. But then you see Yoda's hand pull his, his own lightsaber, and it... Then all of a sudden you see Darth Maul running at just, like, literally this green hand, and you go, oh, oh my god, Darth Maul's going to fight Yoda. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But most of it, and I would say all of it, is from the Empire's perspective. Right. Which is very interesting. So is it a game where we play it from the Empire's perspective, so then yeah. you're bound That's, to lose? Well, the single... Well, but they haven't lost yet. Oh, I suppose not. Because we're playing the the single player is uh, that inferno squadron soldier the that the, woman, the female that the put, commander yeah that yeah, one okay. who like takes the helmet off yeah in the trailer uh Aiden Versio I think okay so yeah she's the commander in the inferno squad which is sort of like an empire navy seal like a special ops sort of pretty much so yeah. they're really good tie fighter pilots who also are trained in special tactics on the ground oh, okay so you're playing from her perspective okay for the single player campaign interesting and it looks like i mean towards the end of it it says like one of the things on the title block was across all eras yeah 
So that which, means online multiplayer, you'll have the the prequels, the originals, and then Ray and Kylo Ren and Poe yeah. and all that. Well, because I mean, we saw Darth Maul. Yep. And then we saw, I mean, at, at one point they're fighting on Endor, which I totally nailed. Yep. Getting Dave actually did. He's not being sarcastic nope. or something. That he actually got like, that right. And that looks like. Endor? And so I was like, yeah. I was so happy, you guys. He really was. Mostly because my nerdiness is finally starting to... It's not even close to catching up, but... <laughs> no, I'm glad you stopped saying that. I was that. like, it's starting to... I'm able to get Star Wars references, and yeah, I'll take it. that's good. Uh, but yeah, so we go from Darth Maul, and we see fighting on Endor, but then at the end, we saw Kylo Ren with his broadsword lightsaber. What yep. I'm not sure what you want to call that. Yeah, it, it's his lightsaber. Yeah, so yeah. but like with the two... Lights the broadsorty shooting. things. Yeah, the broadsorty yep. things. Um, it has a, a light, a laser hilt, which is strange. Yeah, yeah, very odd, but super cool. But anyway, it's him. That's yeah. what he does. Exactly, because <laughs> he's all moody and emo. Yeah, yeah. Man, I can't wait for that next one. <laughs> December. I know we got. We hear you. We got asked to do that the teaser to react to the teaser as well. But just with the way the scheduling has worked out, we decided as a team to wait for the first official trailer. Because we, we know will... that there's one coming down the pipe and when yeah. it is, it'll be bigger and better and Yeah, and more it'll give us about. more to talk about, whereas at this point, more people have already talked and kind of dissected what's happened in that. Well, and by the time this comes out, it's been too long, whereas the Battlefront might get resonate a little bit more with the video game community. And I... we, this is a video game question that Dave can do. Totally. So that's why we're doing yeah. it. Because we all know how little I can do on video games. Yes. Um. Oh yeah, so we we went from Darth Maul to to Endor, Endor. and you see the half built um, uh, Death Star, so we know yep. that that's about the time of the, and we see it explode, which was yep. amazing. Yeah, and so we know that that's about the time of Return of the Jedi. But then we see, you know, she said, "I've waited thirty years for this," and we see Kylo Ren. So we know, like, well, we also see Ray running through. The... We also see Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we 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 span a bunch of time, and I mean, I guess. In the grand scheme of things, uh, oh no, wait, because Phantom Menace, Anakin was only, what, like seven years old? Yep. Something like that. So we have Darth Maul from when Anakin is seven to 30 years after Anakin's death, basically. Yep. So that's a long stretch. Yeah, it is. So it's... it's... So we'll probably get Clone Wars in there as well. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, I just, like, it spans a bunch of time, and I just, I'm curious as to how much gameplay there is spanning that much time, or maybe some of that is just specifically for the multiplayer, or, like, I don't... Yeah. I'm curious about this. Again, hoping for a Galactic Conquest function. Sure. If it's not there, I'm assuming we're just going to get Return of the Jedi to The Force Awakens in single player, and then everything else will be for multiplayer. Right. Would you be tempted to play multiplayer at all, just to get... Oh, I will. Yeah. I enjoyed it enough... But not enough to pay seventy bucks sure. to just play four maps right. or something. Whereas with this, like I said, if I can get ten, twelve hours of story, great. Even eight, fine. And then get fifteen hours of multiplayer, and then I can always go back and replay the story if sure. I want to, or dip into multiplayer yeah. if it's a little bit deeper. Because the first one was really shallow, really right. casual yeah. as well. So there wasn't a lot there to do. And that was on PS4 as well. Yep. So is it possible that because, I mean, PS4's been out for what, two, three years? Four. Jeez. Oh my god. It came out at the end of 2013. It did? Uh, I got mine in 2014. Okay. Right. You got around your birthday 2014. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, when did Battlefront come out? Uh, 2015? Yeah, so it was still fairly early in the PS4 world. Yeah. So is it possible that they didn't go too much into it just because... I, I, I'm just speculating, but maybe because it was still fairly new, or... It could be, though, I don't know. I think maybe they just wanted to try it, see how the multiplayer goes. They were going for a casual multiplayer okay. shooter. Right. And they delivered that, and people right. loved the design. Right. It was gorgeous. The music was perfect. The yeah. sound was perfect. It felt like playing Star Wars. Forgot to mute the TV again. Awesome. Yeah, it happens. Yep. Okay, well, and... So maybe, yeah, maybe now they're just trying to do something different and appeal to a wider market. And and why not, really? Well, and that was the problem they had. And in their reviews, especially the longer-term reviews, more like the backlogging stuff that I do, is it was super fun for that week, but then it doesn't have the depth to bring or to keep the Destiny or the, the Division players in. So they're just leaving. Then, okay, here's a bit of DLC. People, There's a spike in numbers for two days, and then it's gone again. Well, right. that's not really sustainable for an online community. Certainly. You need more people, and there are a bunch of people like me. Probably not as many as there used to be, but there are a bunch of people like me who look at it and go, if I don't have single player, my replay value is based on servers and how yeah. those are running. Yeah. Well, that's not good enough for me. No, and that makes perfect sense. And I mean that's that was why I think going harkening back to to modern warfare, it was so popular for so long because there were a lot of really good online games that but they sustained. Yep. Whereas if it doesn't sustain, then there's no replay appeal. Why go back? Exactly. Yeah. Question. Sure. What does game engine footage mean? It means that it's not gameplay footage, but they are using the graphics engine that they will use in the game. Okay. So my guess is that would be what the cinematics in-game look like, and the gameplay itself will look not that clean, but still Which pretty clean. makes sense. I mean, so it's not gameplay footage. Like, when we watched uh, E3 yep. a couple years ago when they showed us No Man's Sky, yep. and he was playing parts of No Man's Sky. That's gameplay That's footage. That's gameplay footage, whereas this, some of these might be cutscenes. Is that kind of the idea? Yeah. So it's not like you're not controlling these guys in a right. lot of this, but you are... This you- is using the technology, and this is using what we are going to use to build the game. So this cool. is a basic idea of how parts of it could look. Right. But don't expect the gameplay to look that nice. However, the first Battlefront, gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. So they will deliver something that looks good. Right. Well, and that's that's kind of what I figured. I just wanted to to kind of double check, because yep. um, a lot of that doesn't look like gameplay footage. It's no, too it's cinematic, wide angle, and it's too cinematic. Exactly. Yeah. Like, although that first person Tie Fighter shot. Oh my god! There, when you are flying in stuff, it does look pretty great. Well, and that was that was the one that I was going to going to talk about. Was that one looks like it might may not be that might not be clean that clean or that perfect. But I would wager that if you get to fly in a TIE Fighter and you're flying first person in a TIE Fighter, it would look pretty similar to that. It'll be close. Oh, in theory. Yeah. We we want it to be. Well, and that's... I mean, at this point, when does it come out? November. November. Interesting. Month before Star Wars. Wow. <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, why compete with Star Wars? But Well, A, it comes out a month before Star Wars and a month before Christmas. Yep. 
So that's kind of a double market right there. Yep. Are you excited for The Last Jedi? Play this! Right, exactly. Oh, you can't wait for another month for to get your Star Wars fix? Here you go. And by the time you finish, that'll bring you right up to The Last Jedi. Yep. In terms of timeline, in terms of a different story, because yeah. we're going to get a different perspective, right? Totally. We're looking at it. I don't obviously know much about the story, but what is it like for an Imperial and somebody who believes in the Empire? Absolutely. The rebels are terrorists, right? So it, you're not looking maybe for sympathy, but maybe empathy Absolutely. to understand that side of this conflict, which we don't usually get. So No, and I, I do kind of appreciate that, and I actually kind of dig that you are playing on the Empire side because they're just people. I yep. mean, in some cases they're not. Sure. Some cases they're monsters. But but you think back like I've been reading a lot about World War One and World War Two, and the book yep. I'm currently reading is about World War One, and you know it's just you get these insights, and particular World War One versus World War Two, like we were fighting the Germans, we weren't fighting the Nazis, we were just fighting the Germans, and as a result, like they were just they were doing the exact same thing. It was just country versus country, whereas. In the Second World War, we were trying to stop a, an evil power in... Fascism. Fascism. Yep. So there's a difference. But in that First World War, I mean, that's... You were talking about in our in our top ten movies of 2005 to 2009. To 2009 yep. There, are, there was one that was from the perspective of, of a German soldier, right? There was a couple. A couple. Yeah. So yes, a couple films that were from that perspective, which, especially in the First World War... It's just another dude, and he's just doing what he's told. And yep. I think a lot of this is like, you know, you you can equate this person who, you know, just think of them as fighting for their country. Yep. And if that's the case, then it's it's interesting to see that side and just go, yeah, you feel a sense of patriotism, and you may not feel like you are the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Sure, the Emperor is a heinous human being, and Darth Vader is not the best person, but you as a soldier, you don't know any better, and this is what you know, and so this is what you what you believe in yeah and so when you see that death star explode sorry curse blowed thank you and you say impossible it's because you did not believe that this could happen and might have known that the emperor is on it yeah so so you are just it's it's like you are literally watching your world explode it's like watching terrorists kill the u.s president yeah yeah absolutely and then that that next line of commander what shall we do now? Or what do we do now? It's just like, I have no idea. And that's the story of the game. Man. <laughs> I really dig that. Yeah. Really think that's a cool idea. Well, and it's... So EA Dice is the shooting mechanics. They build multiplayer shooters. Okay. That's what that studio is known for and good at. So they build, like, the Battlefield games. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the that World War One game, yeah. that's Dice. Okay. So that... So it's not EA and EA Dice. It's EA comma and Dice. Like, uh, EA is the publisher. Dice is the developing studio. So it's kind of like Disney Pixar, ish. Okay. Yeah. Just for my feeble brain. We'll go with that. Okay. Yes. For simplicity's sake, yes. I mean, EA has been around for years. Like, there's EA Sports and EA... Electronic Arts is a massive publisher right. who has some of their own in-house studios. Right. Okay. Now, EA Dice is owned by EA. Oh, so it is okay. EA Dice. Oh, okay, okay. But Dice in itself is a Swedish studio that EA owns that develops games, whereas EA as a general whole will publish. Gotcha. Games. Okay. 
Okay, but they're the ones who do, like, the Battlefield games. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then Motive and Criterion? Motive is a Canadian oh, studio. Cool. Um, made of former Ubisoft guys. Because Ubisoft is Canadian too, aren't they not? Yeah, they're from Montreal. Oh, okay. Um, and Criterion is British. Okay. Um, and they did Burnout and Need for Speed stuff. Oh, okay. So they'll be taking care of vehicle stuff. EA Dice will do the shooting. And Motive is a bunch of people who write stories for games, and that's what they do. Because so Ubisoft does good story, right? Yeah, Ubisoft yeah. usually does. Uh, the guys that do Motive, if I remember right, and correct me if I'm wrong, Twitter, but the guys who are at Motive wrote Assassin's Creed 2, which that's the Renaissance one, which oh, is the like best, the Assassin's, best Creed. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They did the Ezio story. Okay. So they got good storytellers people who know how to do vehicle stuff and one of if not the best shooting companies together to make battlefront that's really cool so you're kind of pilfering or like combining all these amazing companies doing what they do best to make one spectacular game that's the idea this is the towering inferno of (laughs) star wars games (laughs) okay when you put it that way, it's... <laughs> it makes so much more sense to Dave and nobody else. Okay. Although we did talk about Towering Inferno a lot in our movies of the 70s. We have, yeah. So. Yeah. We've talked about it a few times. We're both big fans of that movie. I haven't watched it in a while. I should. I know, right? I don't even know where my copy is. <laughs> it's, it's in a box. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, You said at some point that you've heard that you might be able to ride a Tauntaun? Yeah. Honestly, to me, that's that's all I care. Like, <laughs> the rest of the game, fine, whatever. But if I can ride around a Tauntaun, it'll just be like, it'll be like that episode of South Park, the... the um, Hippity Hop one? No. Well, yes, that. Okay. But also, um, I was thinking more the... Um, uh, Oh, I, I, it's not Entrapment. Inception. The Inception episode where uh. Randy becomes a butterfly and he just <laughs> goes flying around. Everybody else is trying to figure out how to wake the boys up and he's just flying around as a butterfly hoping to get some butterfly poon. Yep. Like, that's... That's basically what I'd be doing. We'd be playing, like... I could just picture us, like, me, you and me linked up on our... If I ever got a PlayStation, linked up on our PS4s and, like, there's you fighting and it's just me running around on my taunt. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Get shot and then just respawn and ride another Tauntaun. If you can get another one. They usually work on on spawn chips. So you have to go to a a point on the map and then you'll get access to something or you have to earn it. Mm. So they will only allow so many Tauntauns on the field, essentially. So if if you lose yours and then somebody else who respawns can then hop on a Tauntaun, then there wouldn't be one there. But there might be a chip for an X-Wing, so you could then fly an X-Wing. I see, okay. If you get a bunch of kills, then you get to be Luke on the battlefield oh, and that cool. sort of stuff. Okay, so it that just makes it kind of chains stuff. Yeah. Incentive to not just ride around on a Tauntaun. Well, if you get one, you do whatever you want with it, but... But if I played long enough and did well enough that I could be Luke Skywalker riding a Tauntaun. It could happen. Interesting. In theory. Mm-hmm. Now, that also would mean that I would have to be good enough to do that, and you've seen the way I play video games, so... Yeah, but you play a lot of shooters, so this might not be a bad... Yeah. It's not easy. No. Well, and I mean, it would be a progressive thing. Like, I would start on, like, 
like I said, when I was when I was trying Modern Warfare, my roommate was playing all the time, so I'd be playing in arenas with people up to his level, and I'd be getting my ass kicked because yep. I was playing people who had been playing all the time, whereas if I start at a lower level, which I was, then I could get used to the game controls and work my own yep. way up. Well, and also I think if they keep the, what they had in Battlefront 1, there's an unlock system. Okay. So you... How you do, you unlock XP, essentially, and then that XP, you unlock new guns. Sure, and that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. And all of that sort of stuff. So then you can start changing your loadout. Yeah. I mean, that's the same with any game. Like, yeah. you're not going to get a, you're not going to get the, the, the rocket launcher as your first weapon. You're going to get a no. knife and a handgun. Yeah. Right? And then you're going to work your way up as you pr- progress and as your gameplay improves. Yep. You're going to get the more... A better rifle, yeah, a better yeah, gun, exactly. a sniper yeah. rifle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that makes perfect sense. Yep. Um, Thermal detonators, which are so useful. Grenades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does what? What is it? What does a thermal detonator mean? Like, is it? Well, that is a grenade. It's just it's a. That's what it is. Okay, I just they're, thought that there was something special about them. They're thermal. Meaning, I I know what Hot? thermal means. <laughs> <laughs> No, literally, that's it. There, it's essentially just a burst of intense oh, energy. Okay. okay. It's a, it's a grenade. Oh. Okay. It's a thermal grenade, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's what I thought, but then like you clarified, and it's just like, wait. So does it like, is it kind of like a proximity mine that explodes when somebody's close to it, or? No, you can get those too. Which I do love. They are pretty great. Although it depends on the map. Totally. Especially when it came to Battlefront, because Hoth proximity mines useless. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But it was so cool on Hoth. And every once in a while, if you got super lucky and you were playing on the Empire side, you got to drive an at-at, and that was the best. Yeah. Or being Vader. Vader was great, too. But. <clears throat> it looks like, again, in, in one of the, the cutscenes, like, it it was just one little shot, but it was the at-at walker. Yep. And, and so I don't know if you get to drive one of those, but I mean. You did in the first one, so why not? There's a lot of kind of hints as to what might be possible in this game. Yep. Which is really cool. So I don't know... Oh, and space battles are back. They weren't in the first one, but they're bringing them back. Space battles in the sense that, like, dogfights in space with TIE Fighters and X-Wings? Yep. Oh, my God. Well, if you remember the one that we used to play, yeah. you also then would land on capital ships to to um, sabotage their engines to make them curse-blode and then fly off. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if they'll go that far, but space battles are apparently back, which does mean space dogfighting, oh, which is... Oh, my God, that's... Like, I was being slightly facetious when I was talking about the Tauntaun, but, like, I love flying games, and, like, dogfights are some of the the most interesting things to me. Like, again, World War One. I, I remember uh, uh, an old roommate of mine and I used to watch, I think it was called Dogfights, and it was all about, like, famous dogfights that happened in World War One. Oh, cool. And it was just fascinating watching, like, it was, it was all kind of computer graphics and showed what the fights were like based on the writings of the people who were involved in them and uh, I don't mean I'm going off on a little bit of a digression here but there was one where these guys were in this dog fight and then the one guy had his like he he had the guy in front of him he had him sighted in and his guns jammed and so he was basically a sitting duck and the other guy knew this and kind of like got positioned but didn't fire on him because it was like well you had me and you didn't shoot because your guns jammed I'm calling it a draw, and like they basically just flew their own separate ways. And like, yep. there was something so chivalrous about these about these dogfighting in World War One was uh, 
not I was gonna say sport of kings, but no, it's like <laughs> it is a, it was a gentleman's pursuit. Absolutely, yeah. And so because there was a lot of aristocrats, yeah, a lot of aristocrats would fly. So and so there's something there was something noble about dogfighting. Anyway, the idea of like trying to get position and trying to swoop back and you know get the upper hand and everything. There's something so fun about that, and it's really hard to. I think it's really hard to make flying games. It is very and to make flying games very user friendly I think that's the other problem is I remember playing there was some flying game that I had on my Mac years and years and years ago <laughs> when I was in like junior high I can't even remember what it was called but Lord, yeah yeah, I would die all the time like all of a sudden I would just start heading down to, to the ground and like pull up pull up and I was like and I'm dead as soon as I hear him saying pull up I knew I was screwed but like flying games are very difficult yeah. and so to have a, a comprehensive user friendly version of, of dogfighting I, I look forward to that. And I don't know how user-friendly is going to... In space, right? Like, I don't know how user-friendly is going to be and how simplistic, but... The TIE Fighters and the A-Wings and stuff in the first one were tricky. Yeah. But once you got used to it, it was okay. Yeah. So I feel like it would probably be the same. And again, it would be... You would level up and you would get used to it. And I'm sure there'd be... I don't know if there's a tutorial or something, but... Yeah. There would be ways for you to learn so you weren't just thrust into a dogfighting arena. The problem is, is the tutorial is great and you play through it. And then immediately you're playing people who are my level or better. Yeah. So, yeah, there's the tutorial to get the <laughs> basics down, but then all of a sudden you're fighting people who have not slept since the game came out <laughs> and have been playing it constantly. Yeah. And all they do is fly tie interceptors. That's it. <laughs> just like specialize their own gameplay, hey? Yeah. Interesting. Huh. So what's the first thing, let's, so any era, what's the first era you want to play in? I'm assuming, I, because we usually go, are you going to see this? Are you going to play this? I think it's fairly obvious based on the last half an hour that we're both excited enough that we want to play this game. Absolutely. Like, I don't have a PS4. I don't know if I'll get one by November. It is something that I keep trying to work towards, but, Mm -hmm. you know. And the price is going to go down. Yeah. You might find a really good, especially Black Friday, you might find a great... Well, with and the I, pro out, you might find a slim for two hundred bucks with yeah. a game. That's... I had, a, I had a, a friend who was selling his Xbox or his, his PS4, but at the time I just couldn't afford it. Yeah, and it was gonna come with a bunch of games. Like, ah, but you know, I had to spend money on food and bills and stupid adult things. living exactly. So I couldn't, I couldn't justify buying myself a PS4. Right, but would like to own one, and if I did this would be a game I would love to play. Yeah. <clears throat> First era I would play? Now, I know you love the Gungans. Jar Jar. Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> like, I don't know if they're in it or not. Jar Jar might be a hero. Hmm. I don't know what he would do. Yeah. I. Other than give the Senate power. <laughs> like, right. Oh, my uh. God. I hope there's a Senate level. <laughs> You just sit and vote? <laughs> I would play that. I would totally play that. I know you that. would. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to put forward a motion. <laughs> Square. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would be ridiculous. Because um, first era is going to be clones versus probably droids. Right. Then The Expendables. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We. But at the same time, even... <sighs> I'm no fan of that, especially that movie. It's the worst one. Right. But that in the first Battlefront 2, 
the clone armies and the droid levels where all of a sudden that destroyer droid with the shield rolls up. You're like, oh crap, I need cover. It was that was fun. Really fun. From a game perspective, awesome. Clone Wars are great. Yeah. They might also play a little bit within, because there is the cartoon, the Clone Wars cartoon. There's yeah. also Rebels. There's all of that sort of stuff they can pull a little bit from <coughs> Yeah, as well for wider universe stuff. Um, I, I just, the idea of TIE Fighters versus X-Wings... Yeah, that era, like the original the trilogy, original trilogy era, it just seems so fun. Yeah, well, and you know it the best. Exactly. Which hero do you want first? If you could pick any of them, because you don't know all of them that are in here, you can base it even off of the mm-hmm. stuff we saw, if you like. Mm-hmm. Again, um, Jar Jar aside. I mean, everybody wants Jar Jar. He'd be my number one for sure. <laughs> I'll be pissed if they don't have him. Um, <laughs> he has one hit point. So, <laughs> and all you can do is taunt and like dance. Uh, it goes to the worst player in the last round. You just get Jar Jar and you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> Fine. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I wonder, I, like, I wonder how Darth Maul is going to be to play right? with that dual saber thing. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Tricky, but a lot of fun. Yeah. Yoda. Um, Yoda would be great. Especially like that era Yoda where he's still spry and able to fight. Not like uh, Empire Strikes Back Yoda where he's kind Slowly of Slowly dying and, Yeah, Yoda. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously he was a puppet then and he was CG in the in the first, in the, the prequels. But yeah that era of Yoda where he's fighting is pretty great. Yeah. Um, Even though that fight is really silly. Yeah, totally silly. But. I mean, there's something to be said about Kylo Ren's broadsword, too. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I do kind of love Rey. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I my first choice is always Chewie. If there's a Chewie, Obviously, I like playing yeah. that. I mean, we did see the Millennium Falcon briefly, so yeah. you got to... And I remember you playing Chewie all the time during the original Battlefront, too, especially yeah. on Hoth. Yes, he's so great on Hoth. Yeah, I remember you loving him on Hoth, but Chewie would be would be pretty great. Yeah. Um. Now that I've said that out loud, even as a joke, I kind of hope they do have whoever finished last gets Jar Jar. Right? <laughs> that would be the ultimate uh, burn... And would you have to play Jar Jar for the whole round? Because then you were automatically like... Till you're dead, I think. Yeah, and then you respawn. And yeah. So you last 30 seconds because he's got one hit point, And then it's like, well, that's that. But you can taunt and dance. Yeah. Be the ultimate FU to the person who came in last, <laughs> which would be really funny. But at the same time, there would be something fun about playing that. Just trying to survive as long as you can to annoy people. Totally. It's the troll player. Yeah. Well, because I was going to say, like, that would be Star Wars trolling you if you respawned in the fir- in the next round as Jar Jar because you were <laughs> like so bad. Like an 08 streak or something like that. Yeah. Zero kills with eight deaths. <laughs> it's like, well, and you just come back as Jar Jar. <laughs> like, oh, man. That would be pretty great. I think that's a brilliant idea. Dear Star Wars. <laughs> nope. Disney, I guess? Uh, EA Dice. Dear EA. Yeah, okay. Dear EA Dice. Yeah. It comes out in November. They still have time. Or they DLC patch that in. Yeah, sure. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. I don't. I, I really don't know my answer. Um, I like young Obi-Wan. Yeah. I yeah. was thinking about that, too. Yeah. I mean, Alec With Gannis the terrible Obi-Wan, hair uh, or 
the the long card sort of Dave haired Obi Wan. Yeah, I, I prefer that Obi Wan. I don't love like the rat tail Obi Wan. So the one that had the high ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with him. Okay. I like I like young Obi Wan. Yeah. I mean, Alec Guinness Obi Wan was okay, but he was also Alec Guinness and he was old. Yeah. So there wasn't much that old Ben Kenobi could do. That's true. Yeah. Qui Gon get some Liam Neeson on. Pretty. Sweet. What about Mace Windu and his purple lightsaber? He's got to be there. Right? Absolutely. I mean, if Darth Maul is there, Mace Windu better be there. I guess. Jab the hut. <laughs> Perfect. He's the first hero that you unlock, is Jabba. <laughs> you can have everybody else in this. <laughs> Like, is, is that it? Is that the round? <laughs> Just goes to the back to the menu. It's like, can I send Gamorreans to kill people for me? Or, <laughs> oh man, I like it. I, Jabba, that makes sense. <coughs> Greedo. Yeah. That, well, um, Boba's gonna be in there probably. Oh yeah, that makes maybe Jango Fat. Yeah. Yeah. Boba Fett's a bounty hunter, right? Yeah. So he's not really good or bad. He's just kind of just a mercenary out for money. Smuggler. Yep. Okay. Although he generally, oh, I'm not going to wade into that. It's been almost 40 minutes. That's fair. <laughs> and we have another topic to get to. Yep. Anything else? It looks awesome. It can't wait. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Our second question is brought to you in part by the fine people at Rocky's Gunatorium. You know, Dave. There are a variety of situations where a Facebook notification or email just won't do. Mm -hmm. Nothing has the same appeal, personal touch, nor the same memorability as hired goons. Hired goons? Rocky's Goonatorium has been operating since 1928 and has provided quality and effective service that only strong lineage goons can provide. Rocky's Goonatorium. Gooning for you has been great since Calvin Coolidge was stumping at your gate. And we're back. Today's second question comes to us from Cody. Cody wants to know, is there too much stuff? That's how he phrased it, and then yeah. kind of quantified it after. But yeah, he did. As soon as I heard that, I was like, that's a great question. <laughs> yes, there's too much stuff. And then Sean explained it. And I was like, yes, we have to do this one. So, uh, yeah, we have to do this one. Yeah. So Cody wants to know, basically the way he put it was that he can't watch everything that his friends want him to watch yeah. because there's there's so much TV, there are so many movies, there's web series, there's podcasts, there's games, there's books, there's board games, there's just everything. Yep. So Cody, I feel your pain, man. <laughs> if you've listened to any of our what are we up to's, any of them, it's like I uh. or anytime we're asked about anything. Yeah. Just like, "Hey Dave, you watch this?" No. Great. So what it is is... Yeah. Like, it took me... I mean, I, Stranger Things was one... Strangest? Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger yep. Things. Jeez. That was one of the ones that I was most on the ball with. And yeah. I started that about two weeks after it came out. Yeah. And that's that was good for me. Yep. Although there were... Because it was more than just me that was on you to watch it, right? Well, and it was it was... 
not people on me to watch it, but just a lot of people posting on on social media about it. It's like, oh, this Stranger Things seems interesting. Whereas a lot of things, it's been you being like, you need to watch this show. You need to watch this movie. You need to watch Outlander. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it. You don't need to watch Outlander. I feel like I do. You want to watch Outlander. I know. I I really do. Um, Space Vikings. I know. It sounds like such a cool concept. But then, like, I'll flip through Netflix and find something there. Or then I'll, like... 30 Days of Oscar was on Turner Classic Movies, and so I've got a list of movies that I have to get through, and I've watched one since the Oscars. (laughs) Keeping in mind, my march was insane. Yeah. So now that I've kind of passed all the driving I have to do, like, I have a little bit more ability to sit down and actually watch stuff. So I watched one of those movies from 30 Days of Oscar on my PBR two days ago. There you go. So I'm slowly whittling, but yes, I... But I the, totally understand. But that. the trick is, is because we are doing what we are doing, it's always here's the latest thing, here's the newest yep. thing, here's a trailer, here's yeah. this show just came out on Netflix. What do you guys think about that? You've had four days, you've binged it, right? <laughs> like, no, I'm in theater, you guys. There's sometimes where I have, but I have time sometimes. But then there's times where it's like I go from show to show to show sometimes, and it's all of a sudden three weeks are gone, and. Yeah. Two yeah. shows have premiered on Netflix, and I haven't watched any of them. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, it's 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 really tricky to do that. And I think slash Game of Thrones, yeah, which you didn't get in on early, no. so now you're behind, and now it's hey, dude, season seven, Ugh. July. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's tricky. Yeah, and I think. And like you said, you know, because of the era that we're in, because we have streaming on, like we have, do you have Amazon Prime? I sure do. Yeah, so you've got that. I have Amazon Video, yep. You have Amazon Video, there's Netflix, there's Crave, there's Show, oh, Show Me doesn't exist anymore. Show Me disintegrated. But you have those three. Um, You've got... um, Shudder. Shudder, yeah, yeah, for horror. What's the one down in the States that we don't have here? Hulu. Um, Hulu. Yeah. You've got all that. Then you've got your basic cable. Then you've got your your cable subscription, like your Showtime and your HBO. Yep. Then you've got movies coming out up the wazoo, and we've got... Yep. Plus VOD movies, plus iHorror, so horror movies right. that are VOD yeah. or screeners or... And every year you've got at least two Marvel and two DC movies coming out and now a star wars and now which a star i'm wars. not complaining about that it's one star wars a year i can make that <laughs> absolutely but you have all those and then you have all these like books it's less i mean i love reading but fine i don't even have time to read because i'm trying to watch all the things <laughs> well in books at the same time i we have never really been pushed to talk about books that have just come out no. The only time we've ever done it was that Go Set a Watchman. You did yeah. a review for that yeah. because it was still kind of in the zeitgeist and all of that. And that yeah, made sense. and it was... And you cared. I Exactly. It, I, so, had, I had a deep personal connection to the author and to the that book. So. But nobody's sending us a list of the Man Booker Prize. Right. Like, what's your favorite of this? That's just, it's not something we end up doing. So books, I don't feel that same pressure. No, like, I'll nor do Dune, I. Dune, or I'll just, hey, there's this random <laughs> book I got on Kindle for a dollar. It sounds cool. I yeah. will read that. I, I, I'm the book I'm reading right now is a fiction, but then I'm, I've got two nonfictions kind of waiting in the wings, and like yeah, I've got I've got other books. I don't care when the book came out, and that's yeah. why when we do our year in review, books are the only ones that are not year specific. It's yeah. just what was your favorite that you read this past calendar year, yeah, not exactly. from this calendar year, because very seldom do I read a book that comes out the year that it comes out. 
it's got to be something really important mm-hmm. or something that's really amazing to me. Or a book by care. an author that I really like or yeah. something to that effect. But even then, it's in hardcover. I don't yeah. really care if I have a hardcover. No. And I like reading in the bathtub or in, if I'm going to a hot springs or something. Yeah. That's, I, I read like that or I read just laying in the river, legs in the river and I'm getting yeah. splashed and stuff. I don't want a $35 hardcover. No. I want a $10 paperback. That you bought discounted chapters. and. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But then, yeah, then listening, like you have, oh my God, you have all kinds of different, you have um, SoundCloud yep. and Apple Music yep. and iTunes and you have podcasts. And yep. for those of us who listen to the radio, there's the radio. I don't have the time for that. <laughs> and they're like six months behind me. I'm fine. That's fine. also Whatever. true. Whatever. You're catching up or here's the latest releases I can see that on iTunes it's like okay here's what's popular right now I don't like it I don't like it hey it's Kendrick Lamar I don't like it great I'm done and then I can go back to SoundCloud right which so I mean there's just there are so many channels for so many different levels of media yeah that it is impossible to keep up even like even you seem to have a hard time with it sometimes oh yeah and so I think about you, who watches a ton of movies and is able yep. to keep up on the shows that you really want to keep up on. And then there's... Because I also don't sleep very much. And I never have. Yeah. And that, that is part of the thing, is that I subsist largely on six hours of sleep. Mm. And I am I feel good at that until a certain point, and then I'll just crash for three days or whatever, yeah. get a ton of sleep, and then I'm back on the normal insomnia kind of maybe two hours. And you also, and not to say that you don't, work or like you're you're watching tv while you're working but like you can put different music on while you're working yep, and I can. and the, the ability to work from home can help with that you know yep. and because i and some of my work is literally watch this and talk about it totally so that makes a difference yeah i guess technically kind of mine is too but i've just clearly sloughed yep. that off um but yeah like i don't I, I do miss working from home sometimes. Like, I remember when yeah. I was a freelance production manager and freelance designer, I would often work from home, and it was great. I could curl up on the couch, and my dog could be at my feet, and I would just, you know, I could watch something as I was working and answering yep. emails, and I just don't have that ability anymore. Yeah. So I spend, you know, I spend a lot of my time in the theater, and I spend a lot of my time at my desk at work, and I can listen to the radio, and I can I can listen to, to iTunes if I really wanted, but I just don't have the that ability to... To, to inundate myself with all that media. Yeah, whereas part of my job is to inundate myself in parts of it. Mm-hmm. And then also, yeah, okay, I work 12 hours. I'm still not going to be able to steep for five. So what am I going to do with these five hours? Then I get four hours of sleep and I have to work again. Yeah. Well, I've got five hours to catch up on this and this or watch this and play yeah. a game. And so that's what I can do. Yeah. And that's the other thing is games. And there's, oh, I yeah. mean, it's Xbox or PlayStation, but there's games coming out for both of those platforms. Yep. And oh my God, it is overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like there's, there is no way that you can watch everything. No, there isn't. So you have to pick and choose. And yeah. there's some things that I will start watching and go, okay, that's good. I enjoyed that. And then there's some things I'll start watching and go, I don't love it. And then it'll just kind of dissipate. Yeah. But the problem is then I'll watch things like reruns of something because I know that I like it and there's comfort there, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I understand that I need to get away from that. But at the same time, it's, there is something that I know I'm going to like this. Whereas I don't want to start another Walking Dead where I watch it for a season and a half and then completely fall out of it. But at the same time, if you enjoy that year and a half, yeah, it's like, okay, that's great. Yeah. 
this isn't for me anymore. I'll just stop. And it's not worth my time. I'm not getting enough out of it. I like it, but I don't love it. I might as well move on to something I love. Yeah, and that's kind of what I did with Walking Dead. And I don't know what I substituted. I think that... uh, Wasn't that about the time you started doing The Wire and that sort of stuff? Yeah, that, and I think Boardwalk Empire was out at that point, and I I made the effort to watch Boardwalk Empire. And keep caught up. And keep caught up on that, because that was one that I really wanted to. And there are those shows. (laughs) Weirdly enough, we watched Entourage when Entourage was still on. We watched it when it... New episode, hey Dave, you caught up yet? No, I'm watching it tonight. Cool, text me, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, now that I'm... I need to watch the final couple episodes of Westworld too because I Get again there? March got yeah. busy but like because when that new season of Westworld comes out I'm gonna that's one of those ones where I'm gonna want to watch yeah, every week within a so, couple days and the thing for me as well which is more pressing than it is for you is because I operate in social media so much if I don't watch things they get spoiled totally and it's not intentional but it's just some conversations will just trend there Absolutely. so it's just because I have to watch a wider range of stuff I will get spoilers on a wider range of stuff. It's just inevitable that because you have such a net of things that you need to watch, something is going to get spoiled if you don't watch it If I'm not careful about it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas for me, I mean, I went six months not watching The Force Awakens until something got spoiled for me. Exactly. To be fair, Star Wars fans are really good about that and policed the crap out of the internet. I was shocked that I... And it was a complete accidental conversation that my co-worker and I got into. And at six months, yeah. At a certain point, dude, that's the statute of limitations is over. I couldn't even be upset. No. Because it it had been six months, and Star Wars was the... And did it really ruin it for you? Not really. I would have seen it coming anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't that big a deal. It was just like, oh, this is... That happened, but that wasn't for me. That wasn't something that happened on the internet because I accidentally saw it. That was me in a conversation with the buddy, and he just accidentally let it slip yeah. out. Yeah. So it also wasn't December twenty fourth. Exactly. Yeah. Your brother at Christmas Eve was not like, oh man. Yeah. And then when it all turned out to be taking place on the moon, Dave's like, what? Yeah. They said it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> well, I guess technically the moon is far, far away. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Incidentally, you guys, my brother has started listening to the podcast. I don't know if he started listening to every podcast or just based on how he hasn't called you out on some of the stuff that's been said. I don't think it's been all of them. I don't think so, but he (laughs) has listened to at least one. Yeah, which was incredible. So if he's listening, hi Mike. That's incredible. I just you said something about my brother, and I was like, yeah, I did. "Hmm, I wonder (laughs) if he's listening to this one. I doubt it because it's about Battlefront. I don't think he cares about Battlefront. Yeah. I'm wondering if he just picks Picks and chooses. chooses. Like, the one he was listening to was favorite films of 2005 to 2009. Hard to pass that up. Yeah. Yeah. Just interesting to hear what mine are and what yours are. And so I'm sure he was listening to that. This one is like, I've never played Battlefront. It's a video game thing. We weren't big video gamers growing up. So to him, this is probably a boring topic. But yeah. And too much stuff. I don't know if anybody seeing this title is going to be like, well, I need to sit around for that second part because that <laughs> sounds super interesting. But if you're here, thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where we were going. No, we were just talking about Star Wars and spoilers and how Good. because you had the, the wide net, you you have Anything to watch things be. sooner. Yeah. Same as Game of Thrones. If I'm not careful with Game of Thrones now that I'm completely caught up because I did drag a little mm-hmm. bit. But there was stuff that 
easily would have been spoiled if I had been on Twitter those times. Yeah. Walking Dead, there's no way. Any horror stuff, there is no way I cannot be involved at the moment. Certainly not. Because if I'm not, I will have it spoiled for me immediately. Even Walking Dead for me, I, I quit watching when they were still on Herschel's farm, but... Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, when... When the new, this past season started up, like, right at the beginning of the season when you found out who Negan killed. Yeah. I found out the next day because people at work were talking about it. Because yeah. it's, it was one of those, it is one of those shows where people want to talk about it with somebody. Yeah, it's a water cooler show. Absolutely. And that's when I first watched it. I have a friend who, who she and I would text after every Sunday and be like, oh my God, this happened. Yep. And then I just quit caring. Um, because it was the farm. Because it was the farm and it. The farm was so bad. It took them forever. It was like the Hamlet of TV series. There was they they just sat there and they couldn't make up their ma- minds. Like, do we stay? Do we go? Well, let's have another episode where we decide: do we stay or do we go? We'll shoot one zombie, and that'll be the zombie that we have. Yeah. And then we'll decide: do we stay or do we go? It killed me. I I just I just couldn't handle. It. And people are like, oh, once you get past that, it's great. I'm like, but that shouldn't be the way that TV goes. That you shouldn't have to have a TV series where it's like. Once you get through that one crappy, se- and I mean, I from what I understand, the second season of Friday Night Lights is bad. I didn't care for the f- the second season of The Wire. Okay, compared to like the third and the first seasons, I've rewatched it and have liked it better. But sure, I it also I liked it enough that it still kept me involved. Whereas Walking Dead, it's like, I guess my point is that you shouldn't have to endure an entire season of drivel to get past a point like it should be able to keep my attention the entire time yeah it should even a little bit like there weren't there just wasn't enough it was just too much conversation well and i think part of the problem was is that they they fell into the triangles where it was talking about the same thing in different groups yeah so it's these two people talk about it and then these three people talk about it and one of the people from those two joins another two and then they talk about it and that's the whole episode Walking Dead does have problems. It has its share of problems. <clears throat> there are entire episodes, even in this last season, which was pretty good yeah. overall, but there are entire episodes where nothing matters. Yeah. You you watch the whole thing, it's like, oh, there's some backstory and some character work from a character that you met in season five. Mm-hmm. Do you care? If you don't care, this episode's useless right. to you. Oh, and there's half a zombie in it. Yeah. Well, that was my issue. Is it's a show about zombies, and there it, were never zombies. It's not about zombies, though. No. Is the problem? Yeah. Um. I I think I know the answer to this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it anyway. Great. What do you find you need to be caught up on faster? Movies or TV? TV. Is it because there's one per week, and so it's always something new? Yeah. Because I know you watch a lot more TV. Like, you go to what? Like two movies a year. In the theater? Yeah, yeah. probably. Because, so, well, the double-edged sword of working from home is I can't leave mm-hmm. to go to a movie theater unless yeah. I plan to. Yeah. So, plus it's too bloody expensive for, like, I know I want to see Star Wars big and sure. I want to see... I Did you see know. Jurassic World big? I didn't. Really? No. Okay. But there are certain I might things- see Jurassic World too big, though. Yeah. Now that I see the proof of concept, mm-hmm. I'll be like, all right, yeah, maybe I'll go see that big. But even then, I have surround sound. Yeah. I have a good TV. Yeah, like, your TV is big. Mine is, too. Like, yeah. It's not like watching movies on your 15-inch tube TV anymore. Yeah. 
You know, there's there's thinking a, about res TVs and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. No. Well, and, and res TVs in the sense that people were coming and going, and there's people talking, yeah. and like my second year when I had my own room. Yeah. When I had that little studio, mm-hmm. I had a what was it? A ten inch, maybe twelve inch, and didn't have TV, so I just watched DVDs on right. it. Right. So did we go to movies all the time then? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because that ten inch TV sucks. Absolutely. <laughs> Whereas now technology has gotten to a point where you can, on demand comes out pretty quickly. Yep. You don't have to wait, excuse me, six months for a movie to come out no. on DVD or VHS. Some of them maybe at sure. the most the, six, but a lot of them are coming out a couple months after on video on demand. Yep. So you can watch them when you want. It costs you a couple bucks. You have it in your house, so you can control the the volume. You can control. Yep. Everything, right? So, And most movie audiences are awful. Yeah. I don't want to watch your phone. I don't want to listen to you have a conversation on your phone. I don't want to listen to your conversation through yeah. this entire movie. I'm pretty sure that's one of the reasons why I didn't like The Witch was because of the atmosphere. It could have been. Had I seen it... Watch it in the dark by yourself with surround sound. It it's might awesome. be better. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is it, it's situational. There are some, and again, Star Wars audiences are great because yep. everybody wants to watch Star Wars. So If you go early enough especially, it's all of the people who are desperate to see it and they don't want to ruin it for anyone who is seeing it the first time. Exactly. And so, so you, you need go, that fan yeah. base. So, you, so movies, it's not quite as pressing to get that, to, to see it immediately, unless no. it's Star Wars or unless it's something you really, like I will probably go see it in the theaters. I was desperately sad I didn't see Doctor Strange but I got sick sure so the day that I I had set aside to go see Doctor Strange I was so sick I couldn't go so like that was sad to me but that was one that I wanted to see right. big. and it's got to become an event Aquaman yeah that ugh, Thursday at midnight yeah I will probably try and get preview tickets to that yeah. <laughs> that'll be one that you want you want to go as soon as you humanly possibly can yep because you want to be there to experience it even if it sucks I don't care it's Aquaman I want to see it right versus like <laughs> Thor Ragnarok yeah I'm excited yeah will I go see it in theaters maybe yeah maybe Justice League no yeah. Wonder Woman if the reviews are great because I do love Wonder Woman but uh... and that's the thing if it, it so it's situational whereas TV because there's so because unless it's in the off season it's once a week or once every couple weeks sometimes you know they have a, a <laughs> or week it's to a like, Netflix dump where here's all of it here's Stranger Things season one watch it as fast as you can yeah so that you can be on the forefront of that conversation. Yep. Which, thankfully, it's horror, so I was able to do that. Yeah. But sometimes... Season two, when it comes out around Halloween... Oh, man. Yeah. I, like, that's Upside one, down's a coming. That's one that I will, like... <laughs> Set aside the time, just be like, nope, <clears throat> I have Stranger Things to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I loved it. And now that I know, I'm going to be all over it. Yep. It was that first season was was the one that once like once I got into it, it was like oh damn but now that I know that it's coming I am like I'm marking the calendar yeah but yeah like you are excited for it mm-hmm. I'm hoping I see it before but still right <laughs> I'm hoping there's a part of me that hopes you do so you can tell me if it's worth going. But at the same time, I'm still going to go regardless because I have like a standing date with a friend. We've had this conversation for like two and a half years. Yeah, so true. 
I'm gonna have to go regardless. I just yep. hope it's worth the time and effort. It looks so good. It does. So, but you know that, but that one can't be spoiled, right? No, so, no, because I know the story exactly. Yeah, you've read the book, you've seen the miniseries, you yeah. own the miniseries, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like, it's not, it's not quite the same, but at the same time, you want to be a part of the conversation. What did the new director do? Exactly. They, is it closer to the book than the miniseries? It's yeah. going to be. But. Absolutely. Is it super scary? Is, are all the scary bits in the trailer? There's there's so much about that movie that I want to be I've been I've been so excited for it for two years that I want to be able to have this conversation as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm not gonna wait for that one to come out on video on demand because I'll have it's like why we don't do trailer reacts after a week because we've already missed that and that, that wave. conversation's moved on exactly. Yep. Although we did do Battlefront before, but that's a little different again as we established. Yeah. But with with that movie, by the time I see it on VOD. People are done talking about it. Yep. That'll be Christmas, and they'll be ready to talk about, or January or February or whatever. Yeah. Whatever comes out on VOD, they'll be talking about the next Marvel movie. Yeah, actually, probably, yeah. Right? So that's that's those situations where I want to be there. But you have to plan the ones that you want to see. Panther? Could be. I think it might be Black Panther. Okay. And we're getting into Aquaman territory, which will be... All we talk about. Dave is bracing all you himself and I talk for that. About. Yeah. God, I hope it's good. For your sake, I hope it's good. And for my sake, I hope it's good. Because I don't want to sullen Sean and be like, stupid Aquaman. Yeah. Well, if the movie sucks, it sucks. It doesn't change that I'm enjoying the books. Sure. So, Well, fine. it doesn't change that he's still your favorite superhero. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there is there's so much stuff. There's you so haven't even much mentioned stuff. podcasts yet. I know. I know. Like... And that's the other thing is I've just started listening to podcasts because I listen to so much music and now talk radio, but like, because I'm yeah. a 90-year-old man, but... <laughs> well, you just, you hate liberals so gosh darn much. Well, it's sports talk radio, so... You just hate the Oilers just so <laughs> gosh darn much. That is, that is true. <laughs> but yeah, like, I've just started getting into podcasts and there's a podcast about everything. Yeah. I have four news podcasts a week. That I listen to, and yeah. if, if I fall behind on that, they're useless. Sure. So, because it's yeah. current event news. There's the film one I've told you about a hundred times, mm-hmm. especially now that you she's must doing... You remember this? Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Now that she's doing Dead Blondes, yeah. because you are a Marilyn Monroe fan, this is a three-part... I just about watched Some Hot the other day. Like, there are so many. Yeah. And that's, so I mean... And there's only so many hours in a day. And so yep. these podcasts, like the Hardcore History, huh. they're four-hour episodes. Yeah. yeah. I just, I had to give up. Yeah. I just, I don't have that much time I'm for that. I'm not driving to and from Red Deer anymore, so I don't that have That was where you yeah. had it. I mean, our podcasts are an hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. And this I have to listen to them twice. Totally. I have to listen to them. The first time we yep. do it. When we do it. Yeah. And then, and then Dave goes home and he remembers the entire conversation. He's like, I wonder how that'll be cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, that's just one more thing in the list of media that people are talking about. And at yeah. a certain point, you're you're going to be left out of a conversation. One, S-Town. S-Town's perfect about that. S-Town is a podcast that just recently came out from the This American Life and Serial. The people okay, who make yeah, those yeah. two did S-Town. And I had heard about it, and it, they did a binge dump. They did every episode in one day. Yeah. Wow. So 
I hadn't listened to it yet. It was on my list. And then three of the four news podcasts mentioned it, another podcast mentioned it, and then a thing I was watching on the internet about video games mentioned S-Town. I'm just like, okay, fine. It's a hint. It's a sign. I will I will listen to it. Thankfully, none of them spoiled it. Yeah. But, yeah. So then I ended up listening to that because it was a part of the conversation for those two weeks around, three right. weeks, I guess, when, around when it came out. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And it's amazing. And it's great. But have you even heard of S-Town? No. Right? Yeah. So that's just another one. I'm like, oh, okay, well. Have you listened to Serial? Not yet. Yeah. Okay. I've heard it's great. It is. Yeah. See, that's just it. <coughs> right? They're an hour. Those are an hour piece. Yeah. S-Town was about an hour apiece. Yeah. Well, and then there's, when you're in fantasy football, there's fantasy football podcasts, and there's some who'd come uh-huh. out like three times a week with po- podcasts. Uh-huh. And, like, there's, uh, yeah, there's just, it's... Thank goodness Nerdist went down to once a week, because oh, they used God. to be an hour to an hour and a half, three times oh, a week. Oh, my God, yeah. And I love the Nerdist yeah. podcast, but, man, there's that was just, so much time. There's a glut of things out there. And, yeah. like I said, you're going to be left out of a conversation. It is inevitable. So, I want to end on, I have a, a question sure. for you. I want to end on this question. So, how do you decide what you want to get into because i think that's the ultimate solution to is there too much stuff the answer is yes but then how do you make the choices because is it is it what your friend group is engaging in i mean that has a lot to do with it because then i can be part of the conversation it sucks when everybody's talking about topic a and i've watched nothing but topic c yeah seinfeld exactly well, I was going to say there's a Friends episode where Joey buys one encyclopedia, and I think it's volume V. Yeah. He buys it from Penn Gillette, who's the encyclopedia salesman. And yeah. so he's trying, trying to get to steer, he's trying to steer conversations. conversations to V's, and then they get off somewhere else, and he's lost again. Yeah. And that's the problem is you have to know your friend group. But also it's, you know, what interests me, and I like horror. So that's why uh, Stranger Things was so appealing to me. Yeah. And also why I'm surprised you still haven't watched Hannibal. But, yeah. but speaking of missing something slash friend group, yeah. how many people in your friend group watched Hannibal? Uh, one. Yeah. You. Yeah. And you loved it. Yeah. Like, Mr. But, well, I mean, you love Hannibal in general. Yeah, I do. But it was a testament to how good it was, was it was an NBC show yep. that you couldn't stop watching. Yeah. Yeah. That says something. But... Your friend group, uh, it's only me. Whereas in the horror community, all of us. Sure. So if I wasn't watching Hannibal, it would be weird. Yeah. I, I missed out on the Exorcist series on Fox. I missed the first episode and then I wasn't able to catch up because right. it wasn't on demand right. and then blah, 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 blah. And yeah, the writers group talked about Exorcist a bunch. And yeah. I'm just sitting there going, well, crap. I, When you miss that first episode, that's, that's the way it goes. I've, yep. I've been there myself. Just like, yeah, you you miss that first episode, or in my case, the reason why it took, like why I'm starting to rewatch Shameless now is because my PVR back when I still had Shaw didn't record the the first episode of season two. I yeah. watched season one, and then season two was it it recorded six minutes of the episode. I was like, I can't watch this, so I couldn't watch until I saw season the the first episode of season two, which didn't come out till months later yep. and by that point I forgot all about it and it was just it was too late and so now I'm having to start from scratch again Yeah. and that's the other problem is I don't stay on top of things 
Anyway, we're just and we're back chasing to our tail here. Exactly. Yeah. Westworld, you're behind. Game of Thrones, you've seen half an episode. Yeah. And what's going to happen in July? Every Sunday night, people on Facebook and mm-hmm. Twitter and everywhere are going to talk Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. And seven years from now, I'll come back and be like, guys, I just <laughs> saw The Red Wedding. And people will be like, Dave, that was a decade ago. Yep. I'm like, yeah, well, this is the way my life is. And then we'll all turn and be like, did you see Vulture yesterday? Man, Vulture was incredible. <laughs> and I'll sit there like Joey Cirbiani with this look on my face like, mm-hmm. And I'll pull up my phone and just start checking Facebook or I something. did specifically pick a V. I know. I appreciate yeah. that. Cody, I think, I hope that answered your question. Long answer or short answer is yes, there's too much stuff. Yep. Um... Pick what you like. Exactly. Watch that. Yeah. If you're not a part of a conversation, it doesn't matter. You no. can be a part of the next one. Exactly. Except you're, unless you're Dave and have a podcast where we're asked to be a part of conversations. That's why I like this topic so much because yeah. then I can be like, this is my problem. <laughs> I, I know your life. Uh, I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord. That's Sean with you. And we are at Guys From Podcast. You can email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Facebook us at The Guys From. Or, as you know, we'll be all over uh, Battlefront come November. You can find probably find Sean and possibly me in the multiplayer. And I don't know if there's going to be a way that you can send messages or something, but send a message via Battlefront because we'll be high on the game and maybe we'll want to answer your question more because it came out of Battlefront. I don't know. Try it that way. Yeah, there might be voice chat. Yeah. There'll be party chat. Well, there you if go. If you can find me on... It's a challenge. It's like an Easter egg. See? Is this Sean? Just ask it to everybody. Are you Sean? Are you Sean? Are you Sean? <laughs> See, it can't be easy, you guys. I guess Twittering us is easy, but... It, it is. That's the challenge, right? We, we're, we're trying to drive them to your Twitter rather than talking to me on the PlayStation Exactly, network. yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you enjoy our rambly podcast, tell anyone you can, <coughs> any way you can. And the best thing you can do for us is to leave a rating or a review on the iTunes store, as all the other podcatchers seem to like using that metric. We are available everywhere podcasts are found, unless I'm missing one, in which case let me know, and I will fix that. Hey Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? Speaking of things that I've watched before and am rewatching, <laughs> Cheers is on Creative TV. When was the last time you guys watched Cheers? <laughs> it's not like I'm going through the entire thing, but I, I was waiting for a phone call and I was like, oh, what's on Craig? Oh, Cheers, I'll watch that. So I watched a couple episodes. It's still just as good as you might think. You might remember. Uh, so you should watch that on top of Stranger Things and Game of Thrones. and On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this number one Cheers fan podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every day, throwback tracks on Thursdays, movies, TV, you name it, we probably write about it. And where can we find all that again? www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, yeah. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And I just was wondering, when was the last time you had garlic bread? Literally two days ago. Oh, man. I bought a loaf of garlic bread from Cobb's and just toasted it. Yeah. And just ate it because it was amazing. I made lasagna and had garlic bread with it, and it was the best. Yeah. So uh, I'm shouting out garlic bread. Nice. 
Cheers and garlic bread. <clears throat> Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. Also, special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as our advertising music today called Fireflies and Stardust. This has been episode 165 of the Guys From Podcast, Dave's Lament. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing but our fondness for cheers. That's right, cheers. We talked about Star Wars for 45 minutes, but nope. Ted Danson. And Woody Harrelson. seen the battlefront 2 trailer yet not yet no this is this is all new to me so good yeah and ea makes such good games i've waited 30 years for this i've waited like 10 years for this (laughs) i still remember my last orders That's incredible graphics, eh? Oh yeah. Oh my god. didn't hear me talk much because I was just 
kind of mind blown. Um, wow. <laughs> 